Welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust podcast. Got the gang in the building, starting with my guy, Liam. What's up, Lee? What's up? We, we invited some guests with us. Got, got our guy, Chris, Cowboys fan. Of course, I'm going to say him first. What's uh, up? What's up? We got Tyler Jerry's in the building, Eagles fan as well. That's for last. Love it. <laughs> hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Um, but to no surprise, this is a huge week, uh, I think, in the NFL, but mm-hmm. specifically for us as um cowboys fans and eagles fans there's a lot of talk behind this we've known this one was coming a lot of back and forth before this game started as well as some crazy games that took place uh this week but i feel like we have to start off with we gotta talk about the world man stuff's been going on in the world and the biggest thing that ever happened was the world cup so let's start uh, off I with knew, the world <laughs> i knew you were gonna try to do this yeah i mean it was cool congratulations messi's the goat um but now that we got that out of the way uh let's talk about how about those jaguars man oh how about that how about that and and listen malik i i know we talk about this every single week uh chris i come at you a little bit back and forth when we text the cowboys are who we thought they were and they are who they are every single year just seems like the collapse may be coming a little earlier this year i'll, I'll have the cowboys fans take the floor Malik and Chris if you want to kind of explain to me how Micah Parsons and this vaunted defense let the Jags put hang 34 on him and how Dak Prescott came to Eagles fans rescues yet again with a late pick to seal the deal um but talk to me about how you guys are feeling after that one I'll, I'll let Chris go first you hear me every week so Chris go ahead baby hey thank you appreciate it Malik I'm I'm uh happy to be talking about this because I think it needs to be addressed so Cowboys are 10 and 4 right now, and we have two brutal losses one to the Jags, obviously, Liam, that you love to mention, and then one to the Packers, which, you know, I think needs to be addressed as well, because these are two absolute abysmal losses in overtime that was one mistake away from a win, right? You go back to Green Bay, and fourth and six, um, Cowboys decide we're going to go for it with the field goal uh, opportunity. And what do we do? We come up short, we let Aaron Rodgers do what Aaron Rodgers does, comes down kicks a field goal, wins it. We turn around this weekend, right? Play the Jags. Noah Brown, got to catch that ball. You're running a classic slant. You're barely double covered. You have the safety dropping down on you, but you already have the cornerback beat. All you got to do is make that catch and get to the ground. It's a first down with uh, more yards to go and already a field goal looming. So, you know, I think Noah Brown makes that catch. I think it's a totally different game. And, you know, unfortunately hit off his hands and and landed right in the, the strong safety's hands, unfortunately. Um, you know, watching him run it back for a touchdown was probably the most brutal part of it. Uh, Malik, I'll, I'll let you speak to that as well. But, you know, it, it's just it, it's these these late game mental mistakes that we're making that, you know, I don't think we're going to do uh, against the Eagles. And, and honestly, moving forward. Now, let me ask you, Malik, I'll let you jump in. Um, but, Chris, let me ask you, the, the one thing that I think might be getting lost in this Cowboys loss, uh, as you just mentioned, you're right. It, any other Sunday, Noah Brown might, might catch that ball. This never happens. The big drive to me was after this Cowboys defense forced that late game turnover, Cowboys offense came back on the field, led by Dak, went three and out in, what, 10 seconds? Two runs that went nowhere and an incomplete pass deep down the sideline. It might have been to Noah Brown as well. But that was the drive to me that really showed what the Cowboys are. You're right. If Noah Brown catches that ball, they probably drive down the field to score a touchdown, game's over. But it's the drive that you need to kill teams, especially a team like the Jaguars who – I mean, they're feisty, but they might not be going anywhere this year. So, you know, talk to me a little bit about that drive. Like, what the hell happened? Why? Because, Malik, I know you bring this up every week. Your biggest complaint or concern with the Cowboys is Dak Prescott and is his coaching staff when it comes to these late game, you know, 
needs. And, and I just, again, didn't see it with these guys. I, you know, I think you hit it right on the head there, Liam. You know, personally for me, I think it's the coaching. I mean, like you said, two terrible runs. You know, we get stuffed twice, and now, now we're, what, third and long, and we have to try to make a, a throw, and uh, we're playing it safe. And, you know, we, we have strong running backs. I mean, Zeke's a beast, obviously. Tony Pollard, don't even get me started. I mean, that guy is, is just stepping up his game immensely. But, you know, I think you throw on the first down, maybe get two, three, maybe five yards. Um, as long as you're not getting stuff, now you run it. You know, you have some room to work with. It's second and five, second and three, whatever it might be. And now we're getting something going. We have some momentum behind us. But the coaching staff calling a run on first down, don't totally agree with it, but fine. I understand. Jags are all over it, obviously, right? We're up six, um, you know, or up seven, excuse me. So I, I get the call. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think the coaching staff needs to make better calls. And, um, you know, we have obviously a young offensive coordinator. Um, you know, I think he's still learning a lot. Kellen Moore has uh, only been coordinator for, what, two, maybe three years now. So, um, <laughs> so you know, Talking we trash. have room to grow. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I'm going to chalk this one up to uh, the coaching staff on this one. Oh, so this. first, this is this is my thing, right? I know Liam didn't even watch the game, so I'm not even gonna. Oh, I did. Listen, I watched. I watched the part that mattered. Yeah, um, that, of course, I right? I didn't. I listen. I didn't need to watch the Cowboys blow another lead. I mean, that's gonna happen, but yeah. Okay, but when we talk about the biggest takeaway, if 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 you want to see as Eagles fans, right, you just want to be like the fucking Cowboys suck. Here they are being the Cowboys. I'll completely agree with you. This is the cow. It's hard being a fucking Cowboys fan when the Cowboys do what the Cowboys do, right? I completely agree with you, but I think what you're missing is that it starts with the coaching. The game plan going into this game seemed like it strictly was Noah Brown. Mm -hmm. And, and at, at the end of the game, where did it go to? Noah Brown. You you pay C.D. Lamb, you have Zeke, and you have Pollard, and we're throwing the ball to fucking him? Out of all guys, like Brown. Like, they, like if you've seen those reverses to Browns, Brown scored as well. Not taking away that he's not a, a, a top wide receiver, but in those moments, it goes down to this. Also, I think we've been kind of knocking Dak hard these last couple of weeks right like we've been going ahead of him hard that end of the game like to me he he does this wishy-washy flop shit right he goes he's fucking amazing he'll go 10 for 11 and then the next second quarter he throw two picks one of those picks was him that other pick was completely noah brown motherfucker is wide open all you see is go down like just catch the fucking ball and that's where my my i don't think i can harp at dak again he's going to take it being the leader of this team but in all honesty, my biggest takeaway is defense. Uh, we've I've disagreed with you this entire time that like when we went into the, the last Eagles game that we were ranked the best defense in the league. I don't know who decided that that was us because I knew from the get it wasn't us. I knew now going to the end of the season, losing both of our uh, defensive backs, that it's over for us. Like to me, can the season and let's just move on to next season. But I truly, truly understand that it's it, to me. It's a defense. I can't put that on Dak. Dak, what, what do we go into the half with? Uh, going into the first half with twenty-one, and then only yeah. scoring thirteen. And our defense allowed. He was perfect. He was. He was. Uh, uh, first half. I don't have it here. But first half, he was like one off of his yeah. passing. Yeah. So I don't think that it's a, it's a Dak thing. I think it's truly the representation of our team, the defense is lost. We've won games strictly because our defense has kept us in games. Without that taking apart, we have we legit have nothing. Like we have nothing in my eyes. No, definitely. Tyler, my other birds fan, um, I assume you enjoyed that as much as I did, but you know, from your perspective, being an Eagles fan, going into this week and even beyond, what where's your worry level on the Cowboys right now? 
Cowboys, it ain't there. Uh, I want to say this. I take Gardner 10 out of 10 over Dak every single time. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, I personally we'll get to that later. Dick. I really <laughs> do. There's no way. No, this Listen. is what I'm saying. This I love this Eagles fan. How let could me, you? How? Let me continue. Let me continue real quick, okay? What backs but that up? This, this week, this week scares the shit out of me, to be honest with you, right? Like, the whole thing, what are we, plus six, right? Yeah, yeah. Plus five, I think. I think it jumped. Jumped to plus Did six. It? It jumped. I'm taking okay. that eight ways this Sunday. So ride it because <laughs> I'm t- I'm six or seven my last eight or last seven. But um, yeah. No, I mean, what does that mean? What does that we, mean? Plus six, like whoever wins. They so we can lose the game by six. The bet still wins. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I didn't get to watch the Dallas game. I only saw the highlights. I was at work. I was watching pieces of the Eagles game. So it really sucked for me Sunday. But um, our offense looked like shit, dude. So. But I, I I think for this week coming up, Eagles defense eats them alive. And, then, you know, it's just frustrating. But like, I, do we even have a timeline on Hurts? So, you know, you, you touched on an interesting point. Like, on Sunday, I'm sure we'll dive in a little bit about the Eagles-Bears because even that was a little bit of a worry. Um, yeah. The timeline, I don't think he'll play. Uh, Malik and I were texting about this right before the show. The new report when Hurts and Sirianni came out today was that there is a chance he plays. I don't think there's a shot in hell. Uh, I don't think he should play. I don't want him to. This, this game, truly, and I'm not going to use this as an excuse that the Cowboys blow the doors off the Eagles, I will take it. But in terms of seeding and division, it doesn't mean anything. That yeah. Jaguars loss like, completely opened the doors for the Eagles. Um, I don't know about Dougie that. Pay, dude. Dougie I don't pay. know about that. We only need to win one of the next three games, and we got the Saints on New Year's Day and the Giants to end the season. So the only way I see Jalen Hurts playing is the last week of the season if the Eagles lose to both the Cowboys and the Saints. If they lock one of those up, I truly don't think we see Jalen Hurts until the playoffs. Well, and so I'm you're bugging. definitely losing against the Cowboys this this Saturday. That's a guarantee. Uh, and I don't know. The Saints have been looking hot. I mean, Juwan Johnson, I know he's he's a second, third string tight end. That guy's been getting almost two tuts a game. Like, they're stepping up. They're a young team. Alave's been playing pretty well. So – you guys are in trouble there too, and and honestly, yeah. don't don't sneeze at the Giants because any time that the Giants are in playoff contention, come last game of the year, it's always a divisional game. Usually, the Cowboys get fucked for it. You know, thankfully this year we don't. But you know, watch out for them; they're on the up nah, and up. It, it's it's over for the Giants. <laughs> but <laughs> in, my, in my eyes, I, I truly think if you go with that thinking, Liam, you guys lose the first round of playoffs. If he sits. If he sits three games going into the playoffs, yeah, cold, can't sit three. you're fucked. Can't you're sit. fucked. There, he right, has to play that, next week. This week, that, yeah. don't waste your time. Don't even waste your To be honest, I say the Eagles still beat the – and as, as, as a diehard Cowboys fan, Eagles still beat the Cowboys off running alone. And see, now and, and now that's off my problem. Off running alone, bro. And that's – listen, and this is what – you know, if we want to talk about the Eagles-Bears for a little bit, Screaming at my fucking TV the entire game. The reason Jalen Hurts is hurt right now is because this our play calling, which there's been games that are like this during this year, you know, last year with this coaching team. It's with Sirianni, with Shane, with Shane Reich. It's the fucking sometimes they have these game plans that just drive me fucking insane. And Jalen Hurts ran him into the ground against a three win Bears team that is literally trying to tank. There's no need for it. Really? That's what happened. It's 20 mile an hour wins three degrees in Chicago, and we're trying to air it out. Run the fucking ball. Drill it down their throats and get out of there. You don't – nobody wants to be there in that game. So that's just so frustrating. And when it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to these next three games, that is what's going to worry me. 
The worry is, are we going to have one of these stupid fucking games where we try to go off script a little bit, we try to just impose our dominance in, in a different way that we really shouldn't be doing? Yeah. That's going to be the Eagles' main problem. Yeah, no, but I don't see you guys having any issue. I mean, sit hurts, protect his shoulder, protect his throwing. It's his throwing shoulder. Protect yeah. it. Give him another week to come back and play against the Saints. Go into the Giants, back up. But he can't. There's no way you can sit him for three weeks and expect him to be red hot. If the, I'm telling you, if he goes into that that playoff not playing and he gets aired out, he sucks. No matter what, Eagles fans are going to call for his head. Fuck this season. Fuck the MVP season. You're calling for his head, right? You want him to win the big game. But watching that game, as a Cowboys fan, I can say it's a one-off. No matter what, our year is our year. We've kind of lost. Van Der Esch is out as well. He's probably done for the season. We've lost our defense. I'm going to talk about fucking cute little Parsons a little bit later. But yeah. does this for you Eagles fans, does this game – bring more worrisome to let's say last week to what you thought the playoff picture would look like because i could say you were a little worried i know deep down you were like oh shit going into yeah. halftime of that game i will say tyler i'll let i'll let you i'll let you take this first so like i said i when i went to i think the bears line was eight and a half right i was going in i was like thinking okay we're just gonna shit on them right but i will say this from the yeah. beginning too the last couple of weeks justin field has been on he's been a little bit on fire so he, him yeah. running the ball scares the shit out of me. He could do the same things if, and then, you know, you might not agree. Better, with him, better I than Jalen Hurts. No, I, I really do believe he's up there with Hurts. Yes, sir. Or maybe even better because. Ohio State, baby. But here's another thing, too. That <laughs> offense, they're kind of they're kind of directing that whole offense around that, right? We don't have just that. Yeah. We got two top one receivers, yeah. right? We got a solid-ass running back who don't even get to show what he does because we, we barely run the ball. So. Um, Killer. Yeah. Yeah. And I and then that, another thing, one more the, thing that killed the, the only too. thing I was scared. Excuse me, I, the only thing I was scared like scared about at uh, halftime is like I think only one game this this year we had to play um, actual football and not situational football because we didn't have a lead by fucking eighty five, right? So yeah, it scares me too. Like I hate the situational ball. I hate it. Like yeah. run it up their throats, dude. Like there's been comebacks this year. I think it was the Lions a week or two ago. Um, yeah, and then. I'm I'm drawing a blank on the uh, last week. They had the largest comeback. Was it the Vikings? Uh, Vikings. Yeah. 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 Vikings, Vikings against Vikings the Colts. Game. It's yep. it's like it's not as wild as college, but dude, anything can happen in this league. If you're gonna fight, you're going in to get a win. Like, don't go in, put yeah. in 24 points, and then try to end the game 24-0. That's not how it works. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just a little bit of a test, but I think they pulled through. But again, Hurts didn't look great. That last you're not year. worried of this of this week. This week. No, 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 not this week. Where are you going to fuck the rest of the year? I'm just saying from what they showed you in that game, like I, you guys have been getting a little bit like, what the fuck is going on? We're playing like shit. Like we got to yeah. set this shit up. You guys are slowing down in my opinion. See, but I mean, two weeks ago, we just blew the doors off the Giants. And again, say what you want about it's the, the Giants. Giants. Come on. <laughs> they're a play, I mean, they're a playoff Liam, team. Don't give me that one. They're I expect better. Under 500 though. Like, come on. I expect better, Liam. Listen, they're they're first of all they can be zero and twelve. Division games are always tough, and we see it every week, right? The, yeah. The Giants but... also had the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day on the ropes for three quarters of that game. So I don't I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Did Did I? I? That game was not as close to the, the scoreboard. That show. game I watched that game beginning to end, and the Cowboys had a little bit of a lead in the fourth quarter. Garbage touchdown at the end, but there was a bit where you okay. <laughs> Come on, Liam. Come better with. I need a better argument. I need a better argument. Anytime you can dominate an NFL team, again, of I don't course. care who it is. I agree. I'm going to take it. You dominate the Giants. And again, this week was a fucking ridiculous week. 
You had, mm-hmm. to Tyler's point, you had Miles Sanders against the Giants run for like a buck 50, two touchdowns, and get maybe six carries against Chicago. So that game, to me, is a complete outlier of we're just going to fucking try some new things. We're going to try to air this thing out, maybe get Hurts like sitting in the second half, just try to fucking rip them apart in the secondary and, and try to get out of here. And again, we say it every single week how hard it is to win in this league because you're going up against dudes that are going to fight, regardless so, of record, regardless of – So, no, I, I – You don't believe that, that, that you guys are slowing down? I don't believe we're going to slow – no, I don't believe that they're slowing down. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, so, I don't believe they're slowing down. So I have a question for the yeah. Eagles fans. Yeah. Okay, so looking at the season holistically and, and specifically at this past game, right, we all know that the Eagles defense is top – three, right? Let's call it top three. Cowboys probably top five. I know Eagles are a little bit better. Um, you know, your pass rushing, I think, is uh, rated second overall in the league. Cowboys are number one, mm-hmm. right? If you look at your games this season, and specifically the Bears game, when you play against mobile quarterbacks who can rush the ball for themselves, who can move on their feet, who can evade tackles and get out, you have Justin Fields, who, as we saw, massacred your defense this past weekend. You have Kyler Murray. You guys only beat uh, Arizona Cardinals 20-17. to 17. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. uh, Kyler almost had a 100-yard game, right? And, and, and honestly, the rest of the games that you guys played, you didn't really have any mobile quarterbacks you were playing against. So Daniel Jones is pretty mobile. Okay, Daniel Jones, fine. Get the I will, fuck out of here! I will give you He's... that, but it's not really the echelon that I'm talking here, as you, are, I'm sure, are aware. So you go into this game against Dak, and I'm not saying Dak is a Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields or maybe even a Kyler Murray, but Dak is mobile. That guy can move. That guy can, can evade tackles. He can get out of the pocket. He can find his man on the move. He can throw across the body. He can do a lot of it. Does that worry you at all? Tyler, I'll have you go first just so I can no. uh, really collect my – They're going to say he's going to throw picks. That's that's what they're going to say. He's going to throw, throw a ball that's easy to pick off. Who's that, Dak? Listen, I mean – Dude, our, That's what say. our secondary is going to eat you guys alive. I think it's going to be a low-scoring <laughs> game. I really do. Um, no, I'm not worried about that at all. How's Slay been playing? Slay's been fucking locked down. I feel like he's gotten quiet, too. Against what receivers? If a quarterback is quiet, then he's no, no, doing no. his job. Not not quiet in that he's sense. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Qu- he's been quiet. That's because he started off like the first seven games with a pick. All right, He's not going to get a pick every single game. Hey, that's what Diggs did. I'm sorry. I know this damn answer. Who would you rather have on your team? Diggs okay. or Slay? I, I haven't seen I have to see Slay's stats from this year. Diggs has been like who's Diggs. been better this year? Diggs, Diggs or Slay? Darius Slay. One thousand percent. Go look that Liam. Go look that up. Look at passing yards led up. Look at look go look it up. I haven't even looked it up. I would love to see for my like to there, see it. There's gonna be never a world that I want Diggs over Slay. Never no, no, but I'm saying who has led up more yards? I I want to see if on if that's right. Coverage on one on one man coverage. That does not matter. I Diggs is on an island at this point I'll, in the year. I'll pull already. Diggs. I'll pull Diggs stats up right what now. Did, what did what did Darius Slay let up against Justin Jefferson, the best receiver in the league? No, no, I'm Two giving yards. it to you. I want to see. I just want to see what it looks like. What does that picture look like? As Chris, I'm sure, is looking that up. We'll get that. But to your to your guys' point, to you, no, honestly, to your guys' point, and, I, and I'll answer that, in terms of Dak and, and his mobility, you're correct. Our defensive line, they pin their ears back, and they do make a living off of playing, you know, these immobile quarterbacks, you know, the Matt Ryans, the Ryan Tannehill, who we've had the past couple of weeks. 
But again, when it comes to Dak, you know, Chris, you just said he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Justin Fields. He's not Kyler Murray, which have been the quarterbacks that have succeeded running the football. Now, Justin mm-hmm. Fields, he's got nothing around him. Malik, you and I talk about that every week. The kid's running for his fucking life. Kyler Murray, I'm not a big Kyler Murray guy. But again, it's the secondary that's going to force these mobile quarterbacks to beat you with their legs. Justin Fields was able to do that. Kyler Murray was able to do that. Dak and this system, they're they're not going to rely on Dak's legs to beat you. They're going to have to beat you in the air. Now, I'm not going to say Dak's not going to run for, what, 25, maybe 30 yards, picks up a couple first downs on, you know, second and mediums. But I'm not worried at all about Dak's mobility going in because, he, again, he's not a Justin Fields. He's not a Lamar Jackson. He's not, not a Jalen Hurts. Not even close. And then when it comes into terms of playing in the playoffs a little bit further, because Malik, like you've been saying, like this season's done. What do we got? Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy, fucking Tom Brady. None of these guys. We're not going to see a mobile quarterback until, again, I'm not going to say they're Super Bowl favorites, but until you get to the Super Bowl and you see a Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then that's another conversation. But the NFC is full of guys who are not mobile. The most mobile out of them, I believe, would be either Dak or Daniel Jones, which I'm not worried about either one of them. I don't see your your I'm trying to think, right? If if we beat you in the air, I say we win that air battle. I say truly, if Dak is on is is, is precise, again, Dak has to be the best Dak possible to, to <laughs> create luck. play. To, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. That and, and to be honest with you, I see a couple throws off, but he really wasn't that off in this game. Like I can see his trajectory changing in regards to forcing passes again that that pick at the end wasn't a forced pass that we're used to he usually for, he's forced in that game if you watch a lot of those passes were forced passes but that one right there wasn't a force i feel like that's a bad dig but when i look at blow for blow cd lamb um apollo you we also have to think about the run as well i think mm-hmm. your up front is getting there but the only thing that scares me about your whole team is your defense i feel like your defense isn't as solid as I look at your offense, your offense, we can beat you over top. We can beat you with the run. If we fucking run it, we can beat you with our play calling. If it's on, on top tier, that defense to me is a little shaky. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this question, right? Because Chris, you, you pointed the, the question in terms of the quarterbacks we face. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you as a Cowboys offense. Cause what I'm hearing from you, Malik is Dak and this offense need to be near perfect to beat the Eagles. And, 100%. And, and, okay. So I agree. With we you. we so, have to put up 50. So what is your worry? <laughs> Because I'm looking at I'm looking at the Jaguars, the Texans, the Colts, the Giants, the Vikings. Who's we've all played the same play. teams. Don't act like you haven't played the same. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not coming. I'm not I'm not coming at the schedule. What I'm saying is, the past five, six weeks, and maybe the entire season, you have not seen a defense like the Eagles. Correct. So where is your worry level going into this week? Because Dak has still made bad plays. That's not all on him. But he's still made bad plays. There's still been times he's looked uncomfortable. There's still yeah. times this offense looks uncomfortable as a whole. And you're yeah. playing these fucking – you're playing bad teams. So let me ask you, what's your worry level this weekend in playing this defense? How confident are you that your play calling and Dak are going to be near perfect to get this win? Malik, you want to take this one? Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it if you want. Jump in after me. I'll be quick. Um, from a play calling, I never have confidence in our play calling. He might be the dumbest fucking offense corner I've ever. If he's still in the league next year, I, I have no like his play calling. He runs the same play calling, and then he'll just throw Noah Brown. He'll do that little reverse dumb shit. Start the game with a reverse. I won't be so surprised if we start the game next week with a reverse. And that's where I have no confidence. 
I have no confidence <laughs> in our defense, and I'm not going to pull the we lost because of injuries. Because no, going in, no matter what, you're in the NFL. It's time to step up and ball. That comes down to draft picks, free agents, our practice players. And I, mm-hmm. truly, we have no defensive backs. We're Right now, they are trying people out at cornerback. And Diggs is going to be on an island the whole time versus A.J. Brown. This is his test. This is his weak test of let's see if you're really a baller and follow A.J. Brown around. I'd rather you do that. Fuck the zone. We had nothing oh, wow. to lose at this point. Fuck, let's, let's play up. Where I think we gash you guys is if we start rolling with run, run, pass, pass, run, and we open it up, I see us putting up points. The only thing I'm concerned about, it's a closer game if Hurts doesn't play. If Hurts plays, you beat us by at least 14 plus. And and I I'm not going into it like expect again when I went to the first time we faced you guys I was there I was in the stadium and was in the stadium when we went down twenty a half right and had to fucking eat that noise in this game I don't think it's going to be that way I don't see it being in that manner I would agree Tyler is bugging out if he thinks that <laughs> that that backup quarterback is better than Dak you're smoking <laughs> dick but you like in, in my eyes I'm, it's still like huh doesn't worry you at all. Fuck no, bro. Are you crazy? The, to he's be honest dog, with you, look, bro. this he's a he oh, is. I love him. I love his swagger. I love him on the sidelines. I was I, I was like, damn, that's fucking what's going on at the game, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't concern me at all because no matter what, put some respect on our upfront dogs, put some respect on Lawrence, put some respect on, on on Parsons. Then when them dogs come chasing you, let's see how he really steps up in that pocket. What was he last year? What was his big wins? Who did he face last year? I don't I don't, I don't he only, have it up, he only but. played three three games last year. Gardner gets two. Uh, I I don't have it up. Unfortunately, he he's played why, why thirty games, thirty games in four seasons. He's been sacked sixty five times. He's averaging two point two sacks a game, and Parsons is, himself is averaging two sacks a game. Dogs, Cowboys, what Cowboys. Michael, we'll talk about Parsons sacks. later. We'll talk about Parsons. Sack, let me just say, this, how many sacks does Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and that dog of a defensive line have against the Eagles this year, last year? Because this is a different offensive line. This is the best offensive line in football you're going up against. It's not just Gardner Minshew. You're not even going to be able to sniff Gardner Minshew. So can I say he has a better they, – they, they have a better week than the first time? Who, the Cowboys? Yeah. Than the first time they played? Yeah. I think you would absolutely need that so, to have a shot to win. So I just want to point out, because I, I know, Malik, you made a point about us going down 20 uh, before half against the Eagles last time we played them. Let's not, <clears throat> let's not forget that Cooper Rush was under center that game for us, and he drove us on a 17-point 17, uh, comeback. And we ended up losing 26-17. You know, it came down to the defense. Our defense couldn't get it done, whatever. But, you know, Cooper Rush comes back for 17 in Lincoln Field. You're telling me that you're not worried at all, that now we have Dak back under center, what, six weeks under our belt of of more playtime, a more healthy defense, a more healthy offensive line. You're talking about play calling. You're talking about confidence in Dak, which I understand. But Tyron Smith is already back. He's already said that he's going to play right tackle because – Zach Martin's out and, you know, understandable. But uh, he has been a Pro Bowl offensive lineman for as long as I can remember being a Cowboys fan. That guy is a dog. And you want to talk about offensive lines? We might be number two. You very well may be. And to be honest with you, is the question, would I rather face Dak or Cooper Rush? I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I'd rather face Cooper Rush. But I've said this over and over again to, you know, any Cowboys fans I'm arguing with. I did not hear a word, a word a negative word on Cooper Rush when he was 5-0, and when he beat the Bengals, yep. when he was rolling through these teams with the Cowboys. Dak was 0-1, who lost to the Bucs, and the season continued to roll through just fine. But the one time, the one time the Cowboys had to slip up with him, and it happened to be the Eagles, it was, oh, it was Cooper Rush. 
it wasn't Dak Prescott. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. And that I want to say something I'm, too listen. on that that 17 point comeback in Lincoln Financial. That's don't give that credit to Cooper Rush. Give that credit to the uh, to the defensive coordinator on the Eagles. Okay, because it comes back to that situational ball, and it's just. The, the there was no offense either, right? I'm pretty sure we didn't even we scored what one or two no. touchdowns, and that's and that's when the Eagles that. like that's been the main concern, especially early in the year. And Malik, I know you and I talked about it. The concern was the Eagles jump down your throats, and it's almost just like, okay, we're good, like we have our lead, we're, exactly. we're fine. Yeah, and it wasn't only, really, and it's not an excuse. I'm just saying this has it's been settled. part of my worry yeah, with yeah. this team is they they don't they rarely have they kind of stepped on your throat. Nugget, they did against the Titans. They did against the Giants. But they're not like that now. I don't believe. Uh, they, I don't believe they're not. They're as bad as they were a second half team as the beginning of the season. They're a lot. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm saying. They're a lot better. But in that beginning of the season, like that's what was frustrating. Yeah, and yeah, again, yeah. when you're watching Dallas drive down the field, whether it was Cooper Rush, whether it was yeah. Dak, twenty nothing is twenty nothing. I, I at home, I don't care on Sunday night. Yeah. You need to fucking finish that game. Yep. And they waited until late in the fourth quarter to do so. So that had play calling worry. Play calling sucks. That that's what it, it comes down to. And you know, I was not on the the Cooper Rush train. Like, oh my God, should we have the conversation of keeping him in versus Dak? I <laughs> no matter what, I was like, he it's 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 lucky ball. Teams are prepared to play him. Like, we're handing the ball off to Dak. We're handing the ball off to Pollard. At that time, our defense was playing its best defense. I think this season at that point. So it's like, again, I told you when we when he was in there, I was like, bro, we're winning off a of defense. We're not. Win- our defense was putting up so many of those points. We were yeah. picking off scoring. We were having a lot of touchdowns <clears throat> off of that. But going into this game, right, right, not not wrapping it up, but going into this game, what are your actual predictions? Like, take away the fucking bias. Take away. Uh, I want to throw up a hundred on you guys. Let, let's let's be honest. Like, I, I want to see some some honesty here. With yeah, you, could, you could do both sides with Hertz playing yeah. and without Hertz playing. Yeah, Chris or Tyler, if you guys want to lead it off, I'll have Chris. you guys go first. Kind of give us your give us your thoughts. Go ahead, Chris. All right, all right. I think um, realistically, Pollard gets one in the end zone. I think CD gets one in the end zone, and I think we get a field goal. I think it's seventeen for us, and I think uh, if Jalen plays, I'll give him a rushing touchdown. That man's been playing out of his mind. I I don't know the number. I think it's twelve or thirteen rushing touchdowns for him this season. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him one on the ground. Uh, I mean, A.J. Brown went stupid last week. It was like nine receptions for 181 yards, something like that, with no tuts. But, you know, Jalen putting up three of his own, understandable. So I'll give A.J. Brown a tut. Um, Devontae probably goes 50, maybe 60 yards. Um, Mm -hmm. So what does that give you guys? 14, 17, 14. I bet you it comes down in the fourth. It's probably somewhere around either tied up or around 14, 14. One of us might be up by three, maybe a touchdown. But I bet you it's a one possession Mm -hmm. game with about five minutes left. And, uh, you know, it's going to come down to who starts with the ball and uh, who started hot with the hot hand um, in the second half. And, and, you know, we'll take it from there. If Minshew plays, uh, just to add, uh, we smoke you guys. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Now, okay, now, now Tyler, I'm going to let you go. I will let you go. But I, I'm so happy to hear that. And, again, I'm not just coming like Chris at you or Malik at you because to your, both of your credit, you are two of the most rational Cowboys fans I've ever, like, seen on the internet <laughs> I've ever met. So credit to you. But what I've been seeing on the national media, Malik and I talked about the Micah Parsons comments before, right? Of saying it's not Hurts, it's the team. So why, and I'm going to ask you guys this, if, if that really is the case, shouldn't the Cowboys and their fans and the media be just as worried with Gardner Minshew versus Jalen Hurts? Because I heard it was the system. I heard the team was good. I heard the defense and the O-line was fine. So instead what I'm hearing or seeing is Cowboys fans, Chris, like you said, no, we're going to smoke them. 
It's the national media going, oh, well, now the Eagles are in trouble. First round of the playoffs if Hurts isn't healthy. So, you know, Chris, just talk to me a little bit about, about that with your boy Micah saying all these words. But now that Hurts isn't playing and we're going to see what this team is without him, the narrative kind of changes a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And, you know, to, to take it back a little bit to uh, – I forget if it was Tyler or Liam who made the point before, but one of you said that, you know, it's not about Minshew getting sacked or Jalen getting sacked. It's about the offensive line that we're playing and the best offensive line in the league. And, and I'll give that to you. You guys have a really good offensive line. But you have a really good offensive line who protects Jalen Hurts, who is incredibly mobile and who can get out of the pocket quickly and who can, you know, run it for 40 yards if he needs to. Minshew's not doing that. So the way that your offensive line has to play to protect somebody like that is immensely different than the way that they have to play to protect somebody like Jalen Hurts, right? And so when you boil it down, if you have Micah Parsons breathing down your neck and you're Gardner Minshew, you're, you're, probably, you're probably circling out whichever side he's not coming in, and now you're looking for something to throw, somewhere to throw the ball, somebody to throw the ball to. And, uh, you know, as soon as the quarterback gets out of the pocket, that's when the offensive line breaks down, and it no longer matters about the offensive line. It matters about the feet of the quarterback. And as everybody knows, Jalen is number one this year, and Minshew might as well be last. So, you know, I think that's really where it comes So, Chris, going into it, did you agree that um, he is a system – Jalen is a system quarterback? No, I think Jalen's been playing out of his mind this year. Um, You know, I think when you get a guy that rushes for 13 or whatever touchdowns he has, when you get a guy that runs for 100 yards almost every game, when you have a guy who throws for two, 300 yards every game, I understand that you can say, oh, you could plug and play in a system like that. But Jalen is the system. I mean, without that guy, without him making those throws to Devontae Smith or to uh, A.J. Brown or, you know, even Miles Sanders, like, you know, let's not forget about that guy. He's also a stud, right? With him opening the, uh, with him opening the, the um, secondary, right? Like, because now, you know, you have Miles Sanders running for 10, 15, 20 yards. Now, now you got to play in a, in a box and you, and you got to protect that. And, you know, it's, it's a different way to play. Um, but, you know, you take away one of those massive offensive threats in Jalen Hurts, not only on running the ball, but also passing the ball. You know, I think it just changes the entire trajectory of, of how your offensive line plays and, and you know, how mm-hmm. your guys kind of rally around each other and, and you know, how, how we play um, when, when rushing the, uh, the passer. Okay. I dig it. I, hear. I dig it. Well, Tyler, um, let, me, let me hear your predictions. I just wanted to get their, uh, their thoughts on that. Yeah, so I think if, uh, if Gardner starts, I think the game's going to revolve around – on our side, it's going to revolve around Sanders and what he can do with the ball to open it up for him, right? Um, 100%. Because honestly, like Gardner, right, I love him to death, right? And I'm, I'm definitely hyping him up for sure. But I think on the deep ball, he's pretty accurate. On the slants, he's accurate, right? So it's going to be how we can open up that secondary. Um, and I think you said – what would you say, Liam, 14? I, if Hurts plays, I don't think so. I think, A, because he's hurt, obviously, right? And divisional matchup, it's going to be close regardless. But if Hurts is in, I think we're up by seven. Um, and then if Gardner's in, I, I really think he could just go either way. And I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either end either. I think it's going to be a close game, see what Sanders can do. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And, and honestly, you know, Tyler, you bring up a great point. Gardner Minshew now being in, it almost allows this coaching staff to simplify things. Yeah, right? exactly. What I can talk about this entire Bears game is they were trying to get a little cute. They're trying to yeah. air it out. They're trying to show their dominance. Yeah. And I get that. You know, it's fun. Like when you have these guys like Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, like you want to fucking show them off, especially against a lesser team like the Bears. But this may allow you – because Miles Sanders has been very good. 
But I think Kenny Gainwell has done his thing. Boston Scott's done his thing. Like this running back core is very good. We do have two of the better. We probably have the best receiving core. I know I'm biased in the league, if not top three. We have Dallas Goddard coming back, who hasn't been in for about a month and a half. He is a top tier tight end. So I do think it's going to allow you to simplify things and almost run more of, you know, Malik, what you were saying, and Chris, what you've been saying about this Cowboys offensive, establish the run, play off that play action. Gardner Minshew is not Jalen Hurts. Gardner Minshew is not Dak Prescott with his legs, but he's not Tom Brady or Matt Ryan. Like the guy can move a little bit. Sure. So I think you get him outside of the pocket. You just, you just told me you have a banged up secondary. I think it's going to be a lot of quick stuff that'll open things up deep down the field. I think you'll see a couple of screens to Dallas Goddard to our running backs, you know, really establish that run a good bit. And I think, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say the Eagles are going to are going to take this take care of this thing with Hurts, with Garner Mincher, or whoever. But I really do believe I don't think Jalen Hurts plays, and I do think that it can go either way with Garner Minshew. I do not think when you look at Minshew in terms of these quarterbacks that we see every Sunday, I think if he was he can be a starter right now, not for the Eagles, but I do think Minshew can be a starting quarterback in a, for a couple of NFL teams in this league right now. So right. going into it with him. I'm not as worried as I would be, you know, whoever the fuck our third string would be or whatever the case would be. <laughs> I think we have a good football player coming in with a good system, with a very good team on both sides of the ball that has a legitimate chance to win this game. But I, in, in my opinion, the way I see the game going, I still see the Eagles coming out on top because of how fearful I am with that Cowboys defense. That's my only worry. I, I fear just getting lit up deep. Lit up anywhere because, you know, we're going to have to have another DB and safety that's totally new to the game. And no matter what, you're coming into an Eagles team, that's great, right? But the Cowboys, this is where I, oh, I say the Eagles hate the W. The Cowboys have to play their best game versus the Eagles playing, can play mediocre and kind of sneak in this win. Like that, We have to play firing on all cylinders, bro. Like, And we're just damaged on the defense. And in my eyes, I'm always a guy playing sports my whole life. I understand defense wins you championships. And we've been a team that has relied on our defense to win its ball games this entire year for the last couple of years. And no matter what, I think it still will be a close game. I don't see no one moving past 14. But I, I'm i just ready for a great game on New Year's. I mean, on, on Christmas Eve. I don't see it being a blow. If it's a blow on either part, I'll be highly surprised. Yep. And yep. like I would be highly surprised to see that happen. No matter yep. what, I think it's great ball. It's still gonna be it's still gonna piss me off because I'm gonna have to come on this bitch next week and deal with we beat you with a backup. I'm gonna I'm gonna get text with we beat you with a backup and I can't. I don't pull, think you'll and I get can't that from Liam. You won't get that from me. No, no, but I'll get. He knows Tone will text me. He knows he will text me <laughs> uh, of certain saying, people. I I will be for because again I, I like to think of myself as a rational fan. I can get a little bit irrational. If the Eagles win this game with Gardner Minshew. I will be irrational next week. <laughs> I yeah. I'm, letting, I'm warning you now. I will be going crazy. This is the same motherfucker who texts me, this game doesn't matter. I'm like, bullshit. Because you'll still oh, come on this game. Shit. Yeah, I'm like, bullshit. No matter what, it's a fucking game that matters. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me that because if you come on this bitch next week screaming at me, I'm going to be like, it, it fucking matters, right? Matters, in terms of, yeah. in terms of the seeding and division, because this game, and, and I have an interesting uh, theory that, again, we won't ever know. If the Cowboys beat the Jaguars, this game would mean a ton. It could debatably be for the division. Yep. I think Jalen Hurts would be playing one thousand percent. But I mean, if, if if it goes that way, now the the, the last thing we're, we're we're missing here is Jalen Hurts. For you Eagles fans, how concerned are you with this injury? It can be deeper than what they are telling us. Of course, they could be saying it's something simple. It's a little just sprain. He's coming back from it. 
again, his throwing shoulder. How, you know, going into now, it's the end of the season. How upset, scared, anything going on? Any thoughts going through your mind? Oh, man. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I We don't know, right? But um, I don't know. I, I think if he ends up playing with his injury towards the, like, you know, postseason and whatnot, um, they're going to turn it into, like, a, a just a, a him on the ground. You know what I mean? Um, and that scares me. It's easy to shut down because if you ain't throwing the ball, there's only one defense you're running, you know? Um, yeah, I don't even want to think about that, Leak. Don't start that conversation right now. Come on. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> I will say – I'll say my worry level – and, again, Tyler, you just said, like, no, we don't know, and I might be a little delusional. But when I looked at the – that injury happened late in the third, and that was still a close game throughout the fourth quarter, and I saw Jalen Hurts go, I believe – five for six for about 90 yards and threw his best pass of his day, which is about 30, 40 yard pass on a dime to AJ Brown to set up first and goal and and finish the game. So yes, I would be worried if that injury happened and we kind of ran the ball the entire way. and I didn't really see what Jalen Hurts was. Now, obviously within that game, when injuries happen, your adrenaline's going, it's a little bit different than sitting on it for a week or two. But if I didn't see that, or if I saw a couple throws that really fell short, uh, that were inaccurate, I would I would have more worry to it, but I think right now it's it's a case of we got fucking lucky as shit because the play I thought he might have broken a rib at very first. Um, so you got lucky. Again, you don't necessarily have to play him, have that shoulder rest up, but I don't think my worry going into the playoffs right now. Maybe I'm completely off and delusional. It's not. It's not that deep. No, I don't think I don't think you're delusional, but I think even though it sucks, he's injured. This comes at the perfect time. To shut up everything else by Marco Parsons. This could be the perfect time to be like, oh, wait, those that thought he was a, a system quarterback, why are we talking about should the Eagles be worried? Why is this all that we're hearing? So I think in regards to that, I was like, oh, shit, thank you for quieting that up now. But here's my delusional take that I want to hear your perspective on. And mine is on AJ Brown. When I'm watching AJ Brown, I see him make crazy, crazy plays. And I'm like, fuck, this man's a fucking beast. But then at turn, I see him dropping some balls, oh, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? So in my, of course, I had the biases about fuck the Eagles, so I don't, like, this nigga sucks. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, hold up, let me check myself. Is he really not the guy? Like, I don't, I don't like those inconsistencies. I see a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to A.J. Brown. I just want to see. I haven't watched him as much as you guys have, but I wanted to see. For my crazy take, is A.J. Brown having some inconsistencies that, like, it's kind of been hushed down? You got to Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely had some drops, right? But um, does it worry me? No, because let's say he has a bad game next week, right? Who are we going to? Smith. We'll switch it up. Goddard. Like, whatever. And he's not – it's not like he's Run. dropping game-winning touchdowns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he yeah. has dropped some easy five-yard slants and some wide-open yeah. 50-yard bombs that are on the money. So, uh, yeah, I mean – Weird. But, every, you know, I, it, that doesn't it doesn't bother me. He's a dog, dude. Come on. We've never had this conversation like, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. I will say, first of all, yeah, he he is a fucking dog. Um, You're talking to Eagles fans who had to endure Jordan Matthews being our top receiver for four or five years. Fucking anything. He's he's gold to us. He could drop five in a row. He's still my guy. 100%. But I think. RCA Whiteside, no thank you. Yeah. And Malik, we talk about with CD Lamb, right? Because you have your complaints about him. It is weird. Yeah. Sometimes the easiest ones to miss, like sometimes yeah. the wide open layups are the shots that you miss most in the game. Yeah. He, I think he did it this past weekend against the Bears. 
Hurts threw a dime that would have been a 15-yard gain and maybe more, and it, right to his chest, and he just dropped it. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I he has a couple either. bad fumbles the past couple of weeks. But, yeah, in terms of being worried, I've seen him make some of the better oh, of catches course. of the NFL season. Of course. So that yeah. almost outweighs yeah. you know, any word I may have about him dropping the ball. At the end of the day, if I need a catch – I'm not going to be worried about AJ Brown making it. And to Tyler's point, we have, you know, three, four other guys that nice if that team. is does become a worry, we you know we have three other guys that because that I have to worry. Like like right. remember with with CD Lamb when CD Lamb was dropping all those balls, I was getting pissed off. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You're making the game winning catch because that's what he was doing. He was making the game winning catches, but he would drop balls the entire game. So I would be going fucking crazy at 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 CD Lamb dropping those balls. So like. That's where I was thinking because no matter what, that wasn't the news. When CeeDee Lamb was having a bunch of drops, it was CeeDee Lamb's not inconsistent. But I'm like, is he kind of sneaking under the rug a little bit of his inconsistency? But, hey, you guys are the fans. But I want to touch on Micah Parsons. Yeah. And I, I think when I, I mean, Micah Parsons had a sack in, in that game as well. But I think with Micah Parsons, this is kind of the, the, the idea that I think Eagles fans hate. And I think this is why you guys hate the Cowboys so much is the – the stuff that surrounds being a Cowboys player and in the media, the, the in your face. And I think that it's kind of going to his head a little bit. And I think that those comments went to his head. And you, again, you said to Liam last week, he's looking past the Jags and he shouldn't be looking past the Jags. That's the number one mistake any NFL player makes by looking past and not thinking a team is still an NFL mm-hmm. team. And I think that Michael Parsons need to take a step back reevaluate himself and go back to some dog days at Penn state, them dog days of last year and take off this little, I'm America's team. I'm playing for the Cowboys. I'm the, you know, I'm the, I'm one of the, I, if not the, I am the youngest face of the team right now. I'm the generation coming in and become a dog again. And this is the week to prove that he has to step back into that, into his bag and suit up because, Hey man, those comments you said, and you go out and you lose to the Jags and the defensive player as captain at that. You, hey, you, again, in my opinion, you had nothing to stand on. I know all those Cowboys fans on TikTok were lighting me up saying that he had nothing yeah, to stand on, but were. he truly has nothing to stand on of the way he played and losing his the Jags. So ball out. You have nothing but to ball out this fucking week, bro. That, that's my yeah. take. I, I love the I C3, mean, baby. Maybe Honestly, Malik, you brought up a good point. You put up a good point why we hate the Cowboys. Because yeah. I even said last week, like, as an NFL fan and honestly as an Eagles fan, like, this rivalry is fun again. It's been yeah. years of Cowboys are good, Eagles suck. Cowboys suck, Eagles are yeah. good. Like they've never it's been rare that they're both top of the league, not even just the division, but they're two top tier teams right now in the NFL. This is what makes it fun. I yeah. want that Micah Parsons like additional comments because that's what yeah, makes yeah. sports so fun. But you just touched on the point, one of the many, many reasons we hate the Cowboys is because of still like what I saw right before we hopped on, ESPN still has the Cowboys as Super Bowl favorites. What in God's name is leading you, not just the Eagles, but teams like the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills. Why the fuck are the Cowboys? It's almost like we talk about college football. We talk about, you know, the Alabamas, the Clemsons. You know, they're still higher on those rankings just because of the name. The Cowboys had a dominance 30 years ago. And for whatever, they're the biggest brand in all of sports. Like that has to be the only reason. Because if you put this Cowboys team record roster on the Jacksonville Jaguars, 0% chance that ESPN, NFL Network, are talking about them as Super Bowl favorites. Would you agree? Hey, bro, with if, if you want to be on America's team, I agree with you, but I can give you a jersey if you like, bro. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now, yo, gra- get that jersey. We we need a fire starter for uh, Christmas Eve, dude. Grab that jersey. <laughs> I do. So a couple years ago, I when the Carson Wednesdays, I did bet Chris the Eagles would beat 
the Cowboys twice. I believe the Cowboys swept the Eagles, and I did have to wear a Cowboys jersey. There is photo evidence of it. So I want to. Oh, you know, send me that, okay? I'll make sure it's put yeah. in the video right here, okay? <laughs> send that well, to I was going to say, we have to have some sort of, again, what's like the bet? What's yeah, the bet we need, this we year? Need bet, we need a bet for this week. To, to put to put them in top, I'm saying they were number one. And, and, you know, I just said a couple minutes ago, like the rivalry is fun when both teams are top of the league right now, right? But I would not, as an NFL fan, as an Eagles fan, put the Cowboys ahead of the Eagles, ahead of the Chiefs, ahead of the Bengals, mid, not ahead of the Niners. And I would debate. Whoa, you want to put the Cowboys Niners. ahead of the Niners? I think the Niners might be the favorite in the NFC to me right now. For sure, Whoa. they look disgusting. They look disgusting. They, they're the only they team scares me right now. They are the only team nah. that scares the Eagles in the NFC for me. A Negative. guy just like Dak Prescott. Nah. What the fuck? <laughs> I think we need we need to have we need to start having the Brock Purdy versus Dak Prescott debate. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> bitch. Honestly, Get the fuck out of here, man. Chris, Get touch, the fuck. This is that Eagles bias, bro. To touch Jump on, out the to fucking Ringo. Just Go jump quick. in the Broad Street. Get the I, fuck listen, out. Listen, I have you guys, Tyler and, and Chris, coming on uh, to Andola Trust Podcast. Please continue to tune in every no, Thursday or Friday. Say, Go ahead. Let me say real quick. So, Chris, I believe you and I had this bet a few a few weeks ago or a few years ago. Um, let's make this bet with each other. If you guys want to do something else, let me know. The loser has to post the winning team's Instagram on their story. Leave it up for the full 24 hours. Not, I lost a bet. You got to share it on your story. Show all your followers. You know, if the Cowboys win, Tyler and I got to <laughs> take it on the chin. Go to the Cowboys. Share it on our. I'll share it on our story. No, but way. it has to be. It has to be either America's team wins or <laughs> whatever you want for Philly. It has. To, it can't just be the post. Okay. I need. A, I need whatever we. Me and Chris script up has to be okay. posted. Whatever you and Tyler script up has to be posted with it as well. I like it. Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Hey, again, I appreciate you guys stepping up. Uh, check us out next week for our uh, reactions to what to what did occur. Uh, please tune in either every Thursday or Friday to In Those We Trust podcast on all platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're moving up and look look out for uh, some more content. Again, thank you, Tyler, Liam, and my guy Chris. I'll make sure I add their Instagrams. Follow them on the Instagram as well. Uh, follow us on Instagram at We Trust underscore Podcast. Go ahead, Liam. Then you can go, Tyler. Liam Stokes, eleven. You guys know what to do. Yeah, it's at Tyler Jerkwood. But uh, yes, still talking to you, Liam. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely have to share that. Appreciate last you guys. Time, I, I still don't know how to fuck this fella. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas.